Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Real Marketer Podcast. Over the next five days, we'll be breaking down your plan to guarantee a successful 2023. This marketing plan will systematically break down a successful real estate business from mindset, branding, automations and systems, lead generation, and everything in between. So tune in for these five special edition episodes, and together, let's take your real estate business to new heights. Remember, if you're here paying attention and taking action, you're no longer a real estate agent. You're now a real estate business owner. So without further ado, let's get right into it. I'm Oliver Bohr, and this special five-part series is hosted by Inabox and The Real Marketers Podcast. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to kind of stop that one early there. So I posted above in the chat um, that if everybody, if you wouldn't mind, please um, uh, clicking on that link that I just said, streamyard.com slash Facebook. Um, so I see a couple people have not yet clicked on there. I'm seeing Monisha's name. So you're good. April's name. I'm seeing you're good. Um, and I think that of the people who posted, that, those are the only people that I'm actually seeing who's posting. So if you have not yet clicked on that link that I posted in the comments, streamyard.com slash Facebook, click on there so that I can see who's actually posting. Um, and that way we can communicate a little bit more directly instead of, uh, communicating with Facebook users, but ladies and gentlemen, day one, complete done and dusted. We're good. We got through it. And I want to let, I want to see in the chat, how are you guys feeling right now? I know a lot of you guys kind of sent me your homework, um, type of one in the chat. If you feel good about it. Also, let me know if you guys did your homework. I know some of you guys actually did send it to me. Not all of you guys. That's totally fine. I saw a lot of people posting in the actual, um, Facebook group as well. Uh, no, you don't need to do it, Jason. I'm seeing your name every day. So Jason, you're good to go. Lisa, I'm seeing your name now. So you're also good to go. So we got through day one. Like I mentioned, we started building up that roadmap, which I think is quite oftentimes one of the most overlooked steps when it comes to kind of planning out your goals and your dreams, which is kind of crazy to think about that. The most overlooked thing when it comes to building out the plan and your strategy is actually figuring out what you're trying to build on and what strategy you're trying to create. So that's something that's interesting. So um, yeah, so I, I, I kind of appreciate always the opportunity to step back. I know for me, a lot of my goals for this year in particular are dialing in a lot of the internal strategy that we have inside of the actual, inside of Inbox itself. We want to overload on the amount of courses that we're creating so that we can help with more and more facets of a real estate business outside of the direct jurisdiction of what we actually directly help with, right? So for example, we help realtors scale, but maybe there are some things outside of that. Those are my kind of goals. I really want to just explode the amount of value that we're giving internally, as well as really kind of solidify myself as a real brand name in the real estate coaching space. Those are my goals for this year. Um, so yeah, so it's really an important thing. And it's something that unfortunately is overlooked. But nevertheless, we're here now. We're not overlooking it. We're taking the steps. We're doing the work. And today on day two is where we're really going to get into the meat and potatoes. This is really the first day of the meat and potatoes of it. And on day two, we're going to build a brand that sells, guys. Write brand in the chat. If you're here and you're ready to go, write brand in the chat. Because today we're going to find your why. We're going to understand your who and we're going to identify your what. Now, those are not the same thing, right? We're going to find your why. We're going to understand your who. We're going to identify your what. So what does that actually mean? Before we get into that, let me tell you, what is this challenge all about? Well, it's a five-day training, as you know. We're going to teach you everything that you need to know about how to build your own real estate business so that you can make more money to afford the lifestyle you've always dreamed of and have the time to actually enjoy it. 
right? So we're not here basically exclusively looking for global domination, although maybe market domination is the kind of thing that you're looking for. But the idea is, what is it that you're looking for? And that's a really important step to identify because today when we build up your brand, we have to do it in the context of what you're looking for and what you're trying to achieve. So if you're trying to become the next Ryan Serhant in your market or whatever it is, the next big brand, then those are your goals. But if your goal is to basically just sell a couple few houses a month so that you can live comfortably, then those are your goals. So it's really about identifying what your specific goals are and how we can make that happen. Now, something to remind you guys, this training is the foundation of a strategy that's enabled real estate agents to reinvent their businesses allowing them to make way more money while working way less time. I'm sure at this point in time, you're understanding why I'm using the words that I'm using, real estate agents versus businesses. Guys, write real estate business or write RE business in the chat if you've now committed yourself to being not only a real estate agent, but even more than that, a real estate business owner. So write RE business in the chat if you are now a real estate business owner, guys. I want to see this kind of internal commitment, this manifestation into the world where you're announcing to everybody else, I am not here just to work for the man, to work for somebody else. I'm here to be my own boss, to be my own business owner. So what is a real estate business owner? Well, let me remind you. Let's say you want to build something magnificent. So if the way that you go about this is you just get your stuff together, you start hammering those wood, those nails into the wood, and you just get to work without any plan or strategy. Now, don't get me wrong. If I had to decide between working really hard without much of a strategy or strategizing forever without working hard at all ever and without actually implementing, I would probably take working hard without strategy any day of the week. But why would we have to pick between those two things? Rather, we can strategize and work hard. Because if you're going to work hard without any strategy that you're going to be really working, uh, burning the men at all, burning the candles on both ends, and then you're going to end up with something like this. You're going to end up with a shack. At the end of the day, if you want to build something truly magnificent, you cannot just show up on the day without any strategy, plan of attack, and just be busy. That's what people do. People confuse business with busyness. If every day you're waking up and you're thinking, hmm, what should I do right now? Maybe, I don't know. I'll do a social media post. What should I do right now? Hmm, I don't know. Maybe I'll call a couple people. Guys, let me know in the chat. Just write yes in the chat if this kind of feels right now like what your marketing strategy is. You kind of show up to work, show up to the office, you do a couple of things, maybe make a story, maybe, I don't know, make an Instagram reel about the life of a realtor because like, I don't know, I guess that's what I'll do today. If you're lacking that structure, guys, write, write a yes in the chat just so I can kind of see what's happening. Because if you are going to the office and you're like, I guess now is the time that I should probably post something. I guess now is the time that I should probably do this. Yeah, probably let me do one of those right now. Like we're almost at like a buffet table. Like, mm, I'll try a dumpling. Um, okay, yeah, we're gonna well, let's do this now. Like that's not a marketing strategy. That's what and that's what gives you that, right? But if we're trying to make something magnificent, let's look at this differently. Let's build out the grand plan. Let's figure out what the end goal is. And then once we know that, we can then start compiling the right people together, the right equipment together, the right strategies together. And then we have something magnificent, assuming that we actually take those steps. Because if we can plan out your strategy and then we can create systems and processes to help you go from where you are now and go to where you strategize that you would like to be, then you can scale, right? So remind me in the chat, which one are you going to be building? Are you going to be building the kind of business where you just show up and you're busy all day? Again, no shame in that, but that's that's oftentimes not why people get into real estate. So write a one in the chat if you are going to be one of those businesses. But if you want to be a business where you have a strategy, direct plan of attack, and you know exactly how you're going to scale, then write a two in the chat. 
So write a one in the chat if you're the business on the left. Write a two in the chat if you're the business on the right. Now, I'm assuming at this point in time that everybody will be saying two unless somebody wants to write one as a joke. But most people are going to be writing two because we made this clear yesterday what we're here for. Everybody's kind of here on day two right now, which means that everybody wants to build something that truly scales. So the first thing that I want you to recognize and spoiler alert, I'm, spoiler alert, I'm going to be saying this every single day this week. You are no longer a real estate agent. What are you? You know the answer. You're now a real estate business owner. Again, you're not a real estate agent. You're now a real estate business owner. And to be honest, you're selling the most sexy product that there is. You're selling homes. You're selling livelihoods. You're selling equity. You're selling financial independence. Okay. You're selling that product. That's what you've now positioned yourself to be able to do. Okay. So now that you've created this, I want you to forget everything that you learned in the past about what it takes to be a real estate agent. That's gone. Let's turn you into a business owner now. And I'm about to put you 100% in control of your own life where you'll have the finances and time to truly enjoy it. Sounds pretty good, no? So reminder, this training works regardless of the housing market. It is recession-proof and it works even in the middle of a pandemic. This was basically the five-day challenge that we did during the height of the market when homes were selling for $300,000 over asking. And this is basically the same five-day challenge that we're running today. Obviously tweaked slightly, but the foundation is the same. It works regardless of the market. And that's what's truly magnificent about this. That's how you know it scales because it's built to last. It doesn't matter what the external forces are. What matters is what's happening right now. And what matters about what matters is what's happening inside of your business internally. So I want to provide the best life for my family. That's why I do what I do. I don't want them to know financial hardships. We spoke a little bit about this yesterday, trying to kind of get the feel for what your why is, right? And I know a lot of the time, a lot of what you guys were saying was the reason that you show up to work every single day and work so hard is for the people that you love, for other people, for communities that you serve. And that's really what makes this so essential that you guys are successful, that we are successful because we're not doing it for ourselves. We're doing it for other people. I want to show my family that they can achieve anything with hard work, persistence, and self-introspection. The name of the game, guys, is humility. Why do I say that humility is the most important thing in real estate or in business in general? Because the moment that you stop being humble is the moment that you stop learning. You can only learn when you're humble enough to recognize that you don't know everything. So if I was to hire somebody... The most important trait that that person has to have, in my mind, is humility. And I want my family to have a sense of security and comfort that no matter what happens, there's someone who they love and respect that will always be in their corner, like I said, no matter what. And most importantly, I want them to be proud of me. So once again, where do you come in? The people that we serve are the ones that make all of this possible. So if all that we do every single day when we wake up, we go to work. If all that we do is improve the lives of the people that come into contact with us, everything else will take care of itself. It takes time. It takes effort. It takes consistency. But at the end of the day, if you show up every day, you provide value. There's nowhere to hide. People can see the stuff that you're saying. And if you do it for long enough, people will start to believe in you and will start to trust you and com commit themselves to you and the stuff that you're teaching and the stuff that you're saying. Right. And that's what I want for you guys. And that's what you guys have created for me. So for that, I thank you with all of my heart. I really, really do. You being here right now means more to us than you guys could ever know. Once again, I'm actually not going to get too much into this brag right here, but featured by a couple of articles, pretty cool stuff. Um, but here's another thing that I didn't mention yesterday. Before I was doing, um, before I was working in the kind of agency space, I worked in some 
bigger advertising agencies where we didn't just do digital marketing. We did experiential marketing, what we call activations. I did work for Nissan, Amazon, Dairy Farmers of Canada, Hot Wheels, Tennis Canada. We, we kind of did a rebrand for them, worked with uh, companies like Air Miles. So we worked on some massive, massive companies. What was really cool is that we really got to kind of flex our creative juices. Um, what's cool is working with an agency like this where they have really high budgets is that there's nothing so outlandish that can't be said. Um, so we did an ad for Dairy Farmers of Canada where we needed to rebrand milk as the thing for Santa Claus. So we had a whole campaign where in movie theaters, sorry, movie theaters around the world, basically, um, we had like a little table set up and made it look like it was Mrs. Claus's kitchen. And we gave out little cookies and milk. And then we had like a sentence that like milk worth squeezing down the chimney for that because I was the copywriter. So that was my line. Um, but we did kind of these cool campaigns where we had like half a million dollars to work with. And that was really kind of cool being able to really flex our creative juices and nothing was off limits. But now the challenge became, how do you take that, that creativity, that knowledge and repurpose it to something like this, to smaller businesses, to realtors, to people who don't have, forget half a million dollars to invest or even a thousand dollars a month to invest is a lot of money, right? So how do you repurpose that? So in order to have a life that few have, you must do what few will. Let me repeat that line. In order to have a life that few have, you must do what few will. If you go into any room full of people, let's say full of young people when their ambitions are still high and, 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 and they still kind of live idealistically, which is what we hope we never lose. If you ask them what they want to be, they'll tell you they want to be a millionaire. They'll tell you all of these big goals. For some reason, life knocks us down. And as we get older, we start to lower our standards and lower our goals. Hogwash, I say. We should not be doing this, guys. We should remember what we were saying when we were 10, 12, 13, 15 years old, right? Apparently, like 52% of 18-year-olds think that they're going to be millionaires by 25. So they lack the maturity, obviously, to recognize the amount of work that goes in. But at the end of the day, they have high goals and aspirations. It's only when we get older and we realize, oh, shoot, this is actually really hard. And it requires me to get up every single day and do work when nobody's cheering me on, Right. When, when I reach out to people, they say, get out of my face and shut up, you silly person, if they're being really nice and friendly, and you need to kind of keep on going when no one's cheering you on. But at the end of the day, if you want to have a life that few people have, you have to do what few people will. What does that mean? That means to stay consistent and to do the things that you know works without other people's validation, without other people giving you permission. Okay? So again, reminder here, what's the difference between growth and scale? So here's something that's quite interesting right? When we looked at these two examples, the fellow on the left, instead of planning out what he was going to do, he just got to work. There was no plan, no strategy. He just got to work. The fellow on the right, his first action was to try to build a plan, build a strategy and gather a team. Now, initially, the person who just got to work was actually farther ahead than the guy on the right. The growing business, the guy who's building himself a shack, had actually created more had, been, had gotten himself closer to his end goal after one day than the person on the right. The difference is the fellow on the right did not get distracted by what was happening on the left, and he kept on going with his strategy, with his plan. Can you imagine if he started giving up on his plans because he saw this guy did something, and anytime anybody's ahead of me, I just need to kind of catch up to them. And he gave up his plan, threw his stuff, threw his, threw his strategy, his blueprints into the garbage, said goodbye to his team, and then just went over there and started hammering those nails into the wood. We would never have that sky rise. What makes it so impressive is that he stayed consistent and he didn't wait for permission, validation. He didn't wait for his cheerleaders. He just went to work on creating the strategy and implementing it. And that's the biggest challenge. 
right? That's the biggest challenge. Do you guys kind of see this analogy, how when we're just doing work, we need to stay focused on what's actually happening. We need to motivate ourselves. Guys, guys, write the word motivate in the chat. If you're ready to motivate ourselves, be our own motivation, basically stop looking at other people and saying, they're a little bit ahead of me. That's a problem. I need to do different. I need to do more. I'm not doing enough. I'm basically beating yourself down. Write the word motivate if you recognize that you need to be your own motivation to make this stuff happen. Because if you're not, if you're waiting for other people to cheer you on, if you're waiting for other people to give you permission, other people to give you validation, it will never come. It will never come because people don't really want to see you to succeed. They want to motivate you to go and try to succeed, but then all of a sudden you become successful to some extent and everybody has a problem with it, right? And when somebody sees you trying, the first thing they're going to want to do is beat you down and let you know I'm still a little bit ahead of you. So they don't really want to see you succeed. You are your greatest motivator. And everybody in this room are each other's cheerleaders, right? Don't rely on each other in this room. But the reality is, is if you're here now, we're growth-minded. We're scale-minded. That's what we're looking for. So again, like I mentioned, at any point in time during that initial growth, the person who's scaling is going to be underneath the person who's growing. What really matters is when the lines intersect. The person who's growing will not have planned himself for long-term success. The person who scales will have, Right? That's not to say don't do things like cold outreach or cold calling. I have no problem with doing that. Not at all. But recognize the fact that you're not setting yourself up for long-term success. It's very important to do that kind of stuff for short-term success. Absolutely. But you also need to build something that can scale. Like distribution channels, like podcasts, like email marketing strategies. These are the kinds of things that we're going to talk about. Right? So what does that actually look like in action? So this is one of my favorite kind of... um diagrams or analogies, right? We've got two separate people right now. So we've got the red line and we've got that green line. So the person on the left, let's say at, at the beginning stages of their professional career, what they're looking to do is they're looking to buy a car that is absolutely needed, but there are two ways of going about it. You can buy yourself a nice Mercedes, Ferrari, whatever the heck you possibly can that'll stretch your finances as absolutely razor sharp thin as possible, but you're going to do it because dagnabbit, you're going to look good to your friends. So that's one thing you can do. Good for you. As opposed to another thing that you could do is you could just go and buy yourself a Toyota RAV4, which by the way is a great freaking car, right? You can go and buy yourself a 2009 Honda Civic, which is a great car. Nothing wrong with that. So at that point in time, the person who's driving a Mercedes feels more successful. So if you're focused on everything that's happening without other people's stuff, other people's validation and sharing versus focusing on what's happening within you, you will be the person who goes and gets that Mercedes versus the Toyota. Let's continue along this, 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 this timeline. Let's say the person above also decides, well, I need a house now. So I'm going to buy a house that's going to be right at the edge of my financial means. So he buys himself a mansion or she buys herself a mansion versus the person at the bottom decides, okay, you know what? I'm now in a financial position where I can afford to buy something nice, small, but the most important thing is to start building equity. Person at the top looks more successful than the person at the bottom. And maybe at a couple of dinner parties, the person at the top gets more attention than the person at the bottom because they say, Well, you look like you're doing really well for himself. Meanwhile, that person is crippling, like is in crippling debt and literally just killing himself just to stay afloat. Whereas the person at the bottom has started to build up equity, making the right moves, putting the right strategies in place that they can actually start growing again. And then those lines intersect. Now, this is what really happens. The person who's drowning in debt, who's developed those strategies to rely on everything that's happening without, those strategies, aren't, th th those ways of thinking aren't going anywhere. So they will continue to plummet. Whereas the person who's always living within their means, who recognizes that it's me, 
that's got to take accountability for everything that happens. Don't worry about what other people think. They're the ones that are going to be going to the top, that are going to be speaking on stages, that are going to be doing all of this stuff that the person at the bottom now wishes that they focused on at the beginning. So guys, write within in the chat if you want to be that kind of person within who doesn't care about what other people say, think, and who just takes the steps necessary. Write the word within if that's you or if you commit that that's going to be you. Let me tell you guys a quick story about Gary Vaynerchuk. When Gary Vaynerchuk, while you guys are writing within in the chat, when Gary Vaynerchuk was just a young man, he was working in his father's liquor store, uh, a wine store. And people who we used to go to school with would always kind of come into the wine store, order wine, and Gary Vaynerchuk would have to pack their trunks. And all of these guys driving in their BMW working for Goldman Sachs would always kind of have some kind of look of contempt or, or, or comments to make whatever it is about Gary Vaynerchuk that, check this out, Gary from class of the year, whatever year it is, is actually packing my trunk with wine. Meanwhile, I'm driving in my BMW to freaking wherever they're going. And he just kept on going because he recognized that it's all about what's happening within. I'm building something. They don't have to see it. Now, Gary Vaynerchuk is a worldwide brand. He's an entrepreneur that preaches all of this stuff about looking within and kindness and, and everything basically that, hum, that that hustle culture wants you to not recognize. And now he is where he is because he focused on what was happening within. And that needs to be us. If we're going to create something magnificent with ourselves, if we're going to live our best life, we have to look within. We have to be our cheerleader. Right. The entrepreneur who's working right now when they have no capital, no resources and everything is themselves. Right. They need to motivate themselves. They need to always look within. They're working a hell of a lot harder. Than the guys who were already mega successful, maybe even not in terms of the amount of physical labor that they're doing, but the amount of emotional tenacity that's required to continue when no one's rooting one when you don't have the money. That's what separates the analogical men from the boys, the hyperbolic man from the boys. Right. That's what separates the ones that will make it and the ones that I don't believe will. Right. So let's look again here. We've got the inbox scale engine. So we've got brand, which is building a brand that sells so that leads start calling you. And that is what we're going to be focusing on today. So let me take a breath for a second. I feel like I'm monologuing right now. Guys, write brand in the chat if you're ready to go. Write brand in the chat if you're excited to learn this strategy and learn how we're going to be able to take our brand to that next level. Jason Thomas. I also love Gary Vee. He is the actual man. Let me give you a couple of other names, and this is all recorded, so you don't have to write these names down. But while you guys are writing brand in the chat, a couple of other names to look up. A guy called Alex Hormozy. He's awesome. Like he's He has some panache, but he didn't make it successful because of his panache. He made it successful because he's just a freaking stud, right? Brandon Mulrennan, also great guy with great value. These are some really big names that just do the work. That's it. Okay, so let's look at a brand that sells. How do you build a brand that sells? Well, there are three parts of a brand. There's your identity. Now, that's what everybody thinks is your brand. Everybody thinks that your brand consists of your logo, your website, and your brand guidelines. That is not your brand. That is a third of your brand if we're being generous, okay? Once we move past your visual identity, your color scheme, all of that stuff, which don't get me wrong, is important, but it is not your brand. It is a small part of it. Now we move on to messaging. Messaging requires three parts of it. Number one, who are you targeting? Meaning who is your avatar? Once we know who your avatar is, the next thing we need to address is what makes you different than everybody else. Once we know who your avatar is and what makes you different, what thing, what lead magnet do we have to put out there so that people will start giving us their information that we can then take their email, put it into our database and continue to deliver value for them? What is that initial thing? For me, I have a few, right? My lead magnet is a five-day challenge. 
right? I put this value out there. It's beneficial for you guys because I've identified my avatar. My avatar is a woman called Lynette who we'll get into in a moment. And every one of you guys are Lynette in some way, shape or form. And so that's why you clicked on my lead magnet, engage with my content and are here right here right now. And that's what we want to create for you. So what is your lead magnet? So who are you targeting? What makes you different? And how are you getting people in the door? The next thing is how do you market that to everybody else? How are you using Google to get more people through the door? How are you using social media to get more people through the door? How are you using email marketing to get more people through the door? Now, as a side point, let me just take a moment and say, I created another lead magnet when it comes to social media of 30 days of social media video content. So if you want to download that basically every single day for 30 days in your email, there will be a new video idea. So it's a 30-day video challenge where you have to create a video every day for 30 days. Go to goinabox.com slash 30-day challenge. No spaces, no nothing. Again, G-O-I-N-A-B-O-X.com slash 30-D-A-Y-C-H-A-L-L-E-N-G-E. So 30-day challenge, and then you'll get all of those videos to your inbox every single day. Anyway, look at that. Those are the three parts of a successful real estate brand. Guys, write a one in the chat if this is starting to make sense. If you're seeing the map and you're seeing that it's so much bigger than just your identity, but not only is it so much bigger, it's so much easier to execute. It's templatized. It's algorithmic. It's done. We're not making it up. We're not trying to just be creative with our fonts and our colors. That is not a brand. Write a one in the chat if you're starting to realize like, hey, wait a minute. A brand is not just about my colors. It's not just about hiring somebody on Fiverr to create me a cool logo, which by the way, probably looks the same as every other real estate logo. That is not your brand. Your brand goes so much farther than that. It goes so much deeper than that. Okay. So I'm seeing in the chat, you guys are starting to realize this. This is the roadmap to a complete real estate brand. Okay. Now I want you to remember something. There are more customers that exist than you can ever hope to serve in this lifetime. And they are looking for you. So I want you to wipe scarcity mindset out of your head, okay? We're not competing with each other. I had a person who literally told me not to become licensed because they didn't want me taking business from them. The person was in California and I'm in Canada. That's how scarcity mindset this person was. They said, you better not become a licensed and practicing agent yourself because I don't want you taking my clients from me. I'm like, I'm in Canada, dude. You're in California. Okay, there are so many customers. And from now on, we're also thinking abundance mindset. So guys, write abundance in the chat. If you're ready to just share your information with each other to help each other grow. A lot of people, like I mentioned, a lot of people think that I'm crazy for giving away the amount of value that I do on these five-day challenges. I don't care. I'm happy because I'm giving you so much stuff. And the world finds a way of rewarding me, right? Abundance mindset always, always, always wins. Rising tides will raise all ships, right? And a lowering tide will sink all ships, right? That's the reality of the situation. So the more value I bring, the more you then go and tell everybody else about Oliver Bohr, the more they grow, the more you grow, everybody grows together, okay? Now all we need to do is make sure that these people can find you. So like I mentioned, there are three parts of a brand that sells. The first one is identity. What does that look like? How do people perceive you? The next one is messaging. How are you communicating with your people? It's not just how are you communicating in general? How are you communicating with your people? Let's be systematic about this. And then the last thing is marketing. Not only how are you speaking to these people, but how are you getting the message out there, right? So how do people perceive you? What does your messaging look like? How are you communicating? And how are you getting that message out there? That's what it's all about. So I want you to imagine right now, imagine being the first agent that shows up on Google when someone searches for a realtor to list their home. Imagine that. Imagine being the number one go-to agent in your market. Imagine having an online visual identity that legitimately differentiates you 
from every other agent in your market. So I talk a lot about you guys having a sexy product as realtors, as real estate business owners. Why do I say that? Why is that an important step? Because if cotton swabs has the capacity to create a behemoth brand that is Q-tips, if Q-tips can come to the least sexy industry and be the, the revered brand name, so much so that Q-tips is literally synonymous with cotton swabs, that if you said to somebody, can you pass me a cotton swab? They won't even know what the heck you're talking about. You got to say, can you pass me a Q-tip? If they can do it, ladies and gentlemen, selling freaking cotton swabs, you can do it selling homes, right? So imagine knowing that any given post on any of your social media feeds could turn into multiple high quality clients. Guys, write a one in the chat if that sounds something that would definitely appeal to you. If that sounds like something that would change the landscape of your actual business. Because if you could create, if you could turn a post into clients, that would change things for you, right? Again, I don't practice things that I haven't preached or that I don't currently preach myself, which is why online I'm saying, who wants insert value here? I just created insert value here. Download this guide here. I post it. People reach out to me. People respond. I don't stinge on the value that I give them. And that turns into clients for in a box. That's what we need to happen for you. Imagine a webinar, for example. We're going to talk about that on day four. But these kinds of things where you provide value, you post on it, and it could turn into clients. That's what we're trying to make. Now, here's the problem. You've tried following the advice of online influencers, gurus, and marketers with little to no avail. I'm actually curious to see this, guys. Write guru in the chat if you're kind of sick of all of these people preaching stuff that either doesn't work or you're t you've spoken to a million people that are always, again, stingy with their information and say, all you got to do is give me $997 and I'll give you this one secret and then you get it and then it's like nothing at all. Do write a guru in the chat if you're freaking tired of it and you're fed up of these people. Let's be nice. You're tired of these people. Guys, write guru in the chat if you're sick of it. I'm seeing people writing guru in the chat. Yeah, it freaking sucks. We're not going to do that here. Now, here's the problem also. You know that you need to stay consistent with your social media posting, but here's the problem. Nothing that you post ever gets any traction or any kind of engagement. And so everyone goes, you need a post. You go, okay, good, good, good. And then you post for 30 days and then maybe you got like a couple of likes here and there. Maybe. But it never turns into a freaking transaction, right? That's a problem, guys. Write a one in the chat if that's happening to you. I'm sure that is happening to you because I've seen it time and time and time and time and time again. But write a one in the chat if that's happening. Everyone says, you need a post. And then you do. And it's like, what now? Right? Okay, but here's the thing. I'm going to show you exactly what you need to do. And for those of you who are thinking right now, but don't I need to be a top producer or an influencer or have a massive budget to create a well-known brand? Now, this slide actually aged well because I created this before Elon Musk bought Twitter. But what's good is, is that this works, obviously, because Elon Musk is like the guy who owns Twitter. It's like, wouldn't I, don't I have to own my own social media channel to be able to do this? Like, anyway. But the answer is no, you don't. And for those of you who are thinking, why would anybody even care about what I have to say or my brand? I don't have a following. So it doesn't matter what brand I have. I'm going to focus all of my time and attention building my brand. I just need a transaction. I don't need a brand. I need a transaction. For those of you who are thinking that, for those of you who are also thinking, but I'm not an artist. I'm not a graphic designer. How can I create a brand that immediately reflects what makes me different? Guys, write a one in the chat if these are the kinds of thoughts that you think when it comes to building your brand. Either I don't, I'm not an online influencer, I'm not a top producer, or I just need them transactions. I don't need a brand or, but I'm not an artist. I'm not a graphic designer, guys. Write a one in the chat if that looks like you. Yes, absolutely. By the way, I'm seeing everybody's names right now, which means everybody requested permission from to StreamYard. So I appreciate that. So here's the thing. It's not 
your fault that these are the number one thoughts that are going on in your head and that these are the struggles that you're experiencing. You can have a brand that makes you look professional, legitimate, and unique. You can stand out in your area even if you don't know what makes you different yet because you will know what makes you different. But you don't have to dance on TikTok or Instagram to be successful online and thank the Lord that that is the case because I am not a great dancer. You don't have to stop your busy life every single day to post something online just because you just need to get something off your chest like, ah, shoot, I need to do Instagram reel today. Like, that's not what you need to be doing. That's not what you should be doing. You also don't need to be a loud, charismatic uh, person to have a brand that people are attracted to. You don't need any of that stuff. You also don't need to spend hours per day trying to figure out what the heck you're supposed to post about that people are actually going to care about or people or that people are going to engage with. You don't need to do that. You also don't need to hire a social media expert to stay on top of trends just to be successful or effective on social media, which by the way, even if you did have to hire somebody previously, Instagram now literally tells you what's trending. Okay. So even that's going to be easier, but you don't need a social media expert for that either. But basically what happened with Craig is he's been in business for 25 years. He, at, at this point in time, he never really leveraged his brand. So his business was restricted to his immediate sphere of influence. And what happened is in two weeks, he went from two five-star reviews to over 90. He now has about 120 reviews. I think more than that, he's getting more phone calls than ever before because now when someone searches for realtor in Fresno, he gets those phone calls. And we're going to learn how to make that happen. Okay, Alicia was a newer agent without any Google exposure. And within one week, we got Alicia ranked on the first page of Google. Within two weeks, she had a listing. Her Google My Business profile has provided her with approximately 10 transactions from total strangers. And now she specializes in Ontario Cottage County and is experiences, experiencing great success because she found her lane. She recognized what made her difference, right? She recognized who she was targeting. And now that's her niche. Now that's her specialty. And there's no reason, guys, that with a great brand that you can't be one of those agents that never looks stressed, takes time off when they want, makes enough money to travel, buys nice things for you and your family, and lives in a beautiful house with a beautiful kitchen and a three-car garage, all of that stuff that you wanted, that all of those haters told you you should dream bigger and think lower and all of that stuff, like trying to just beat you down. Stop it. It's done. I'm done with those people. I'm done with trying to basically explain why I need those things to those people. I'm just going to go and live my best life. I'm going to dream as big as I want to dream and I'm going to make it happen myself. And that's why yesterday when we spoke about that 10 year plan, that's why we had to do that. That's why we have to think as big as possible, cast as wide a net and then identify what our goals are at the end of this year. So as I'm talking, guys, I would like for some of you guys or anyone, <coughs> excuse me, to please write down what they identified their goal was at the end of this year. If you had to identify, let's say even one of your goals by the end of 2023 from the homework, what were those goals? How did you guys, what did you, what do you want your business to look like at the end of 2023? Write it down in the chat. If you've actually completed your homework and you want to share with us, I would love to see what some of your goals are from the end of 2023. Even just one of those goals. I'm sure some of you guys have multiple, but I really do want to see it because I'm going to be talking a little bit now in the context of the goals that you actually provide. Okay. So as I'm, as you guys are writing this down, I'm going to continue. And uh, as I see them, I'm going to start maybe incorporating some of the lessons into the goals that you guys are typing into the chat. Okay. It all, here we go. 12 plus listings, 30 uh, closed transactions approximately. So let's say, yeah, 12 plus listings and approximately 18 closed transactions in total, uh, 18 buyer let, buy, uh, uh, purchases. Um, self-generating money without me working in it, consistently closing three to four transactions per month 
end of 2023, want to help at least 36 families buy and sell a home. Absolutely awesome. Absolutely awesome. Now, here's something for you to know. Let's say 36 families buy and sell a home. That doesn't mean that you now have to start getting three transactions a month starting January. That means that maybe we can get one transaction in January, one in February, two in March, two in, two in, two in April, and then we start getting three, and then we start getting four, and then we start building up, right? So it doesn't have to be linear. That's the thing. We're scaling, right? That's the thing. So listings once, two per month, three to four closings per month right? Awesome. So I like Matt's also self-generating money without me working on it. So that's something that's going to happen here. Matt, what we're going to look at is creating promo cycles for yourself where let's say again, day four, but let's say you want to start running webinars. Let's say you've got your processes so dialed in, you know, you put X amount of money into your webinars and then you get Y dollars back, right? These are the kinds of things that we want to really make happen. Okay. Well, what is a great brand going to allow you to do? It's going to allow you to post a whole month of content on social media in like an hour or less. It's going to allow you to be recognized as the number one agent in your market. It's going to help you rank on the first page of Google. It's going to allow you to create powerful messaging that cuts through the noise. Now, let me ask you guys a question here. Let's say I gave, I put a massive wall and I put all of these different colorful pictures on the walls and all of these really bright, everything like that pictures on this wall. And I gave you a piece of paper and I said, I want you to create a picture or I want you to do something to this wall. Here's your piece of paper that will draw attention to something. So you need to draw attention to one thing on this wall and you get one piece of paper. Same size, eight and a half by 11. Everybody gets the same size piece of paper, massive mural, massive wall full of these pictures that other people have done. How do you make sure that people see your piece of paper? How would you make that happen? And I'll tell you, Instead of drawing a picture, instead of trying to create brighter colors on this piece of paper, draw a frame around it and leave the middle blank. That's it. <coughs> Excuse me, because we live in a world that is very information heavy and very context poor. So when you create a frame, you've now drawn attention to that thing. You don't even have to fill it with something. Or even if you wanted to draw a picture inside, draw a frame around it first, and that immediately draws attention. So it's not about being the loudest. It's about creating context around who you're talking to, why you're talking about these things, why people should care. You put a frame around it and all of a sudden people start to listen, right? We're going to teach you how to start getting inbound leads through your brand. Your brand will allow you to create a brand to, to, sorry, creating a good brand will allow you to build your business around your avatar and yourself. And it will also help you create an actionable roadmap for your success. Guys, write frame in the chat if that analogy really stuck with you, Okay. That analogy of building a frame around something, it's not just about being the loudest. It's not what it is. Obviously, if you're sitting there quiet, you're not going to get any attention, right? <coughs> Excuse me. So people want to be really successful and really well-known and they don't want to ever post anything like that's also a bad strategy. But the other answer is let's not just take out a phone any five seconds in a day and just start like just going nuts and whatever. Like that's not the strategy either. There's a middle ground. You can still create a picture on that in, in that picture, make a frame around it give it context right those are the mess that's the messaging that frame even if you have zero transactions you can still build your brand i want you to forget about being a designer marketer techie person forget about being a copywriter professional marketer <coughs> excuse me forget about being a top producer or an influencer forget about all of that stuff today i'm going to teach you how to get started on the process of building a brand that sells so that you don't have to worry about everything that we just mentioned so guys, write ready in the chat if you are ready to deep dive into the exact process that successful Inbox members use to build their scale engines 
so that they can make more and work less. Guys, write the word ready in the chat if you are ready to get really into the meat and potatoes of all of this. So here's a question for you. Why now? Why are we talking about brand before lead gen, automation, all of that stuff? Because branding is like investing. The best time to start building your brand was 20 years ago. Second best time is right now. Second best time is today. Your brand is the first thing that starts working for you, even while you're not working. It's evergreen, right? Your brand is the foundation of your business. So if you've been in business for multiple years and you're still riding that GCI roller coaster, excuse me, it's because you haven't clearly figured out your messaging or your branding. And as we said before, there are three stages to building a brand that sells. Your identity, how do people perceive you? Your messaging, how are they communicating with you? And your marketing, as well as, sorry, how are you communicating with them as well? And your marketing, how do people know about you? How are you getting that message out to people? So let's start with your identity. Here's a question for you. I want you to write in the chat, what makes Nike basketball shoes different from all of the basketball shoes? Again, people have been to three or four of these five-day challenges. If you know the answer, feel free to still write it anyway. But what makes them different than all other basketball shoes? Is it the price of the shoe? Is it the fabric? Is it the durability? Is it the fact that they've got a lot of money to spend on our marketing? And if so, do they have more money than Under Armour? Like maybe, but enough to make that much of a difference, right? What makes Nike different in all other basketball shoes, guys? Write in the chat what you think makes Nike different than all other basketball shoes. <laughs> that is what makes Nike different than all other basketball shoes. Matt, you've definitely been here before. That swoosh, that little icon, which I just saw something that that they hired somebody, I think for like, I don't know, it's like 12 bucks or something, some student to create that Nike swoosh. Like there's nothing to it. It's the most plain Jane possible logo that has nothing to do with what they do, right? What makes them different? So some people said price. I think they're actually more expensive. They're not, I wouldn't say they're quite luxury, but they're more expensive certainly than a lot of other brands. And they can be more expensive. Monisha said the logo. Exactly. Cassie said the sports people in the ads. Yeah, they have those endorsements also. That's a massive thing. And they've built their brand about being basically the shoe for athletes particularly basketball, although not exclusively, but particularly. But this swoosh is what allows Nike to account for 42% of the market share. That one little swoosh is worth $27 billion, which means if I wanted to start making shoes and putting that picture, that icon onto my shoes, I would need to spend at least, or at least put a bid, in, bid into Nike for $27 billion before they would even think about letting me do it. So even though the quality of a Nike shoe is often worse than New Balance, Under Armour, all of that stuff, they have one thing that nobody else has and nobody could take from them, the swoosh. So why is a brand important? Why is it imperative? Because like I mentioned, there's only one thing that Nike has that nobody can ever take from them, and that is their brand. Under Armour, New Balance, Adidas, they can all pay other athletes, the same athletes that Nike pays, more money and take that from Nike. They can do all of that stuff. They can make the quality better. They can undercut them on price, but they will never have that swoosh. And that's what separates one brand from the next. Now let's talk about messaging. Question, who are you targeting? This is the most important thing. If you're targeting anybody who's looking to buy or sell a home, you're not targeting the right people. There's no specificity in that marketing, in that branding, in that messaging. So the first thing is, who is your ideal customer? And second thing is, what makes you different? So let's look right now at the avatar. So this is my avatar. And as I'm talking, I want you to write the word Lynette in the chat when I say something that strikes a chord with you, that sounds like you. 
Okay, it doesn't have to be exactly you, but something that you can resonate with about Lynette. When I say something, just write Lynette in the chat. <coughs> Excuse me. Here's her bio. Lynette is a 52-year-old woman. She right now is in Keller Williams. Okay. She is from Boise, Idaho. She met her husband in college and got married at 22 years old. She grew up in a religious conservative household. She's a little insecure about her own abilities, but she continues to push herself outside of her comfort zone because she's very growth-minded, growth-oriented. Growth and now that her kids are off in college, she has the time to focus on her own hobbies. These hobbies include gardening, baking, watching Oprah. When she's not with her family or working, she's likely with her book club discussing her favorite John Grisham books. She became a realtor 15 years ago to help people find their dream homes and to raise their families. It was all about a mission for her. Real estate for her isn't a job. It's a passion. <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of people saying that this really resonates with them right now. Also, Lynette wears her hard in her sleeve every single day. She thinks of everything for her clients so that they don't have to. She doesn't quite understand the marketing side of the business, but she sees its value. It's hard for her to invest because she doesn't fully understand what she's investing in. But she knows she should be doing more than what she currently is. <clears throat> okay, yeah, there we are. So her core values are family, being grateful, education, work ethic, hard work, honesty, loyalty, commitment, passion, and positivity. Her strengths are her work ethic. She's very efficient. She's passionate about what she does. She's refined and sophisticated and polite. She's genuine and she's empathetic. Unfortunately, because she's all of these things and she's polite and she's sophisticated and refined, she also can sometimes be a little bit of a pushover, letting people basically take advantage of her generosity and her benevolence, right? She's quite straight-laced. When something has to be a certain way, she never really wants to break those rules. She sometimes can be slow to adapt. She displays limiting beliefs and she's sometimes insecure about her own growth and abilities, right? Those are the problems that she faces, so here's the next thing. What makes you different now? Let's talk about messaging. So I want to see in the chat, guys, you guys are mentioning Lynette a few different times over there. So I'm seeing that a few people kind of really do resonate with her. Now, let me just specify something when it comes to Lynette right now. When it comes to Lynette, you don't have to be a 52-year-old woman from Boise, Idaho, who grew up in a religious conservative household. It, I don't really care about any of that stuff. What do I care about? The biggest thing that I care about is that you're sincere. You want to do well. You don't need to know how to do well. I don't care about that stuff. I don't care if you're tech savvy. I'm not impressed with your knowledge of marketing. What I'm impressed by is the way that you think. I want to grow. I don't need you to know how to do everything. I need you to want to learn. That's it. I need you to be humble and want to kind of improve. And you can ask anybody who's inside of Inbox. The people that we attract are just good freaking people. Because what we want are humble people that are in there to grow for other people as well as themselves, right? To make their lives better as well as the lives of the people around them. That's Lynette. I don't care if you're a 30-year-old 30, 30 dude, a 52-year-old woman, or a 70-year-old grandpa. I don't care. The qualities, the ethics, that's what I care about, right? So now let's look at what makes you different. What makes you different from everybody else? So I'm going to... Uh, do an assignment right now in a, just a moment on the actual chat right now. But what are three words that you'd use to describe yourself? What's something that you struggle with? What are you, why are you passionate about real estate? Do you have a why? And if so, what is that? And what are your friends like the most about you? So those are some things to kind of ask yourselves about what makes you different. So looking at these questions, right? I'm going to write, I give you one minute to kind of talk about what, 
Oh, of course. Huh. Of course, that video is no longer there. I'm going to give you a minute to talk about what actually makes you different in the chat. So for the next 60 seconds, think about something that makes you different and let us know in the chat. Now, as you guys are thinking, let me give you a rule here. If what makes you different is that you provide good customer service, don't write it because it's not a difference. How do I know that? Because everybody thinks that and everybody says that. And even if it's very true by you, it's not different because everybody says it. So even if Nike created the best basketball shoe, if New Balance, Under Armour, Adidas were also saying we make the best basketball shoe, maybe very good, but it's not different. What makes you different? It could be who you work with. It could be you specialize in first-time home buyers. It could be that you're young and you haven't actually accomplished home ownership yourself. And so therefore your skin is in the game. Right. It could be that you're a, a realtor as well as uh, as well as um, a mortgage agent. So it's kind of an all in one thing. Right. What makes you different for me? What makes me different is my authenticity and my my um, value and growth mindset and abundance mindset. The fact that nothing is held back. I authentically want to see the people grow that I speak to and I just give whatever I can and expect nothing in return. Retired military. Yes, Cassie, that is your identity. Retired military. OK. So. Just to give a little bit of context right now, because Cassie just wrote that. One thing that you can do is your lead magnet. Here's the thing. I think I might have even spoken about this, maybe not with you or someone else. But if you're a retired military, so that's so you're you're talking, let's say, to maybe ex, uh, military veterans. You're a retired military veteran yourself. So you know that there's something there, right? You know the struggles of, what is that? PCSing. Sorry, I'm not sure if that's a typo. Forgive my ignorance. But anyway, so just looking at Cassie's thing right there, right? So you know the struggles of, I'm assuming, probably like transitioning out of the military, right? So if that's your thing, then maybe your lead magnet could be Cassie's three-step military relocation guide to help military veterans relocate and inculcate into society. And step three of that guide is home ownership, right? Military slang for moving. Okay, excellent. Yeah, so obviously I wouldn't be your demographic because I don't even know what that, that was. But Cassie, if I were you, Create a three-step military relocation guide. Step one is brotherhood. And the point of brotherhood is identify the other people that were in your position, figure out who they are, and figure out how you can help them and how they can help you. Step two of your military relocation, relocation guide is get a job that works within your skill set for the jobs that you had in the military. Step three is home ownership. And then here's a bunch of different programs that you can leverage to actually get into a home. That's your three-step military relocation guide. That's your lead magnet. That's how you get people in the door to download your guide. You follow up with them and you say, did you manage to go through my guide? What did you think? Okay, have you thought about home ownership? Oh, you didn't know about these programs? Okay, I'd love to sit down with you and talk about them. That is something that you can do, right? Um, let's see, we've got Comelia, uh, caregiver to elderly gaming hobbies. While we talk about retirement assisted living communities, talk about that tomorrow for sure. Um, Monisha, life journey, passion for educating others, motivating, and uplifting people around me. Yeah, Monisha, you're big into, let's say, affordable housing, right? If you created a process, which, by the way, probably already exists and you probably already know that. But if you put something like that into writing to help people who were in, let's say, a more difficult position financially to actually achieve their lifelong goal of home ownership and you created something, you literally wrote the book on that. I mean, that's a hell of a lead magnet. Right. So you maybe your lead magnet, maybe you could be talking about people who are, let's say, more financially insecure and you help those people achieve their goals of homeownership by taking advantage of such and such a program, gov uh, government 
assistance program, whatever it is. But these are the kinds of things that it's really important to recognize who you're targeting, what makes you different, and then create a lead magnet around there. But it all starts with your avatar. So let's kind of look at this now, bring it all full circle. Messaging and identity. So we're going to have homework on this as well. But what were the three words that you used to describe yourself? You don't have to write it in the chat, although you can write it in the chat. But again, three words that you used to describe yourself. Why are you passionate about real estate? And what do your friends like the most about you? The reason I love that third question is because you already have a brand, whether you like it or not. You could be in real estate. You could be a nine to five employee. You could be a, a 10 year old kid in school. It doesn't make a difference. You have a brand. What is that brand? Not called a brand when you're in elementary school. It's just called your personality, but that's your brand, right? So what do your friends like the most about you? Because that is realistically what other people are going to like about you. I didn't decide to be the authentic marketer, the authentic coach when I was kind of just starting, right? What happened is I thought about what do people like about me? What can I bring to the table? And what people liked about me is that I'd say no if I couldn't do something. I'd say no if I didn't know the answer to something. But if I could do something to help you and if I knew the answer, you bet that I would do everything that I could to help you. And that kind of authenticity is what people liked about me. And that's what I bring to the table, or at least I try to in my business, right? So let's say if the words that you were talking about, the words that you used to describe yourself were energetic. So looking at these things, like yellow is a more energetic logo, right? If you're, if the words that you'd use to describe yourself are very growth minded, then green, right? So this is about finding the right color scheme, the right color that works for you based on who you are. That's how messaging and identity work together. That's how you create that cohesion, Okay. So let's look at messaging and marketing, how they work together. Well, the first thing is how can you reach your people? So the first thing is we spoke about who is your person? Who is your avatar? And when we know who your avatar is, all of a sudden the goal of how do we reach that person becomes a lot easier. Just imagine if I'm asking two questions. One question is how do I get more emails from people looking to buy or sell a home? Versus how do I get in touch with more military veterans so that I can help them accomplish their goal of home ownership? That's a lot easier to answer than that. With this one, I'm throwing spaghetti against the wall. I don't even know where I'm throwing it. And I'm just hoping that someone picks it up somewhere. Realistically, you're not even trying to get those people. You're just kind of sitting by your phone, hoping that somebody answers it. And by the way, if anybody saw my post yesterday, write a one in the chat if you saw this, about that I called 21 people who registered to get them access into the group. And zero people answered the phone. Like, this is not an industry where you don't answer your phone, especially because most people's marketing strategy is just wait by the phone like this and hope that somebody calls you, right? This is the problem, okay? So not only is there no way of identifying who you're trying to target, so you're throwing spaghetti against the wall if, if even that's, I think, giving it too much credit. But when you identify who your people are, you can then basically cut through the noise with very direct messaging. And the second thing is when you know who you're trying to target, now the question of what can you offer them to get them in the door right? What can you offer them? That's a lot easier to answer. And just on this call, Cassie Williams, we spoke about the three-step military relocation guide. Moni Shahargat, we spoke about the, the, um, like the process to kind of help you, help you get into your first home, right? Camellia, maybe you could be talking about, let's say the uh, elderly people, you kind of mentioned that briefly. And what you do is you help senior citizens retire with financial independence so that they can spend more time with their family and less time at work whatever it was. Um, no, you weren't, Cassie. I don't think you were one of the ones who didn't answer. I'll tell you why, because I know I knew that you had already joined the group, so I made a note not to call you, although you were on my initial list. So don't worry about it. You're good. Okay, 
here's the other thing. I'm not going to play this video, but a great brand will add credibility, legitimacy, and make money. So this is another fellow who we built that brand for. Um, that brand that we created for him, like like we mentioned, it built that credibility, it built that legitimacy, and it allowed him to position position him position himself in his market in a lot different way than he previously was. Right. But here are some things to consider. And I want you to write one of the two things. I want you to write, I have clarity or I need clarity. If you have clarity on all of these things right now, then write, I have clarity. If you need more clarity, then write, I need clarity. I'm expecting more of the latter. First question is, how are people finding you? Not the other way around, right? Because you can very easily call people. That's you finding them. But how are they reaching out to you? How are you attracting these people through magnetic marketing? How are they finding you? Again, let me know at any point in time you have clarity or you need clarity. The second thing is, do you have a logo or a website that adds legitimacy and represents who you are as not only an agent, but a business owner and a brand? The next thing is, do you know what makes you different? What is your and, right? What's the other things that you do other than just real estate? Like, what is it about you that makes you different? Do you know who you're targeting, right? If you can't answer all of these questions in one short sentence, it's time for some clarity. And I'm seeing a lot of people in the chat saying that they need clarity right now. Cassie, you have some clarity right now. That's awesome. You mean, Cassie, just correct me. You mean you have clarity basically from this conversation? Is that what, like the three-step military relocation guide? Um, let me know in the chat if that's what you're talking about. Okay, so here's the thing. Everything that you do is about you and your avatar. Is your brand consistent with the way that you'd like to be perceived by your avatar? Is it set up to scale? Who is your avatar? What makes you different? Is, it is your logo consistent with the way that you'd like to be perceived? Is your website consistent with the way that you'd like to be perceived? Are your colors consistent? Do you have a Google My Business page or now called a Google Business Profile that you can start taking action to rank on the first page of Google? Do you have all of these assets in place so that you can actually bring people in and start attracting people instead of just reaching out to people and being the chaser, start being the chased? That's what we want. That's a brand. So guys, we're kind of ending it right now, but I wanted to tell me in the chat, say, I see if you do see this, say, I see. Do you see how this is the foundation of a strategy or the foundation of the formula that you need to succeed when it comes to building your brand? Let me know in the chat if you're seeing this, if you're seeing the picture and if it's really take a lot like this, the way that we kind of frame this, it's not just let's just start throwing things. Let's just start hiring somebody to build a logo on a website for me. It's not about that, guys. That's a third of it. We need to build that identity. We need to create your messaging, figure out who you're targeting and how we're going to attract those people. And then what we can actually put out there to get them to the door. And then after we've done that, how do we take that and push it out to the masses and get as many people on board as possible? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to send you some homework, which will help give you clarity so we can start moving on to stage two of your scale engine which is going to be discussed tomorrow. So I want you to write this. I want you to write the word commit if you commit to this. I commit to implementing the brand stage of my three-step scale engine in order to scale my real estate business. Because this year, starting January, if you come out of the gate knowing who your avatar is, if you come out of the gate knowing what makes you different, if you come out of the gate knowing how you can attract those people by giving value, and letting them come to you, if you can do that, then this will be the year that you can start reining in those processes, dialing them in, 
and taking your business to the next level. This is where consistency is built. This is where predictability is built. Without this, your strategy is let me just wait by the phone, hope someone calls me, or I should probably just do some cold calling now because like I haven't had a transaction in a couple of months. So like, I don't know, I guess that's what I should do right now. This is it, guys. This is it. And it all starts... Well, I would like it to start before January. I would like before January, we have the avatar in place. We know what makes you different. We can start building that lead magnet and then we can start marketing it in January. That's what I want. So tomorrow, what we're going to do is we're going to go over everything that you need to know in order to automate and streamline your business. Don't miss out tomorrow. Gee willikers, I need to change the time again. At the bottom, I wrote it wrong again. Don't miss out tomorrow as we go live at 2 p.m. Eastern time, 11 a.m. Pacific time. And we're going to be talking about all about how you can build up your automations and your processes and your streamlines, streamline your systems and processes to make all of that happen. And I want you to get excited because we're going to be able to download those worksheets either below or in the recap email that's going to be sent to you in about an hour. And tomorrow, very, very, very important that you bring them to the call. So today, yes, it was important that you bring the homework to the call. It's probably even more important that you bring to today's homework to the call tomorrow. And I mentioned yesterday that if anybody had any questions, please make sure to ask because the next slide, we're going to be doing an open Q&A for you guys. But here's the thing. Today's homework is going to look like as follow. Who is your ideal customer, your ideal avatar? I don't want you to say, and this is the, like, I, I wish I could like, I don't know, highlight this so much. Listen, I don't want you to write my ideal avatar is 40 to 45 year old women who don't want that. Don't give me a range of people. Give me a specific person. Meaning, who is your ideal avatar? Oh, Wendy Smith. She's a 42-year-old mother of four who, and then talk about Wendy Smith. Don't say 40 to 42-year-old women. Say 42-year-old Wendy Smith. Give that person a name and an identity. Again, Lynette is a fictitious person. She doesn't exist, but she exists to me. She exists in my head, and I create my marketing for Lynette. And you know what? Lynette would love this five-day challenge. That's why I created it for Lynette. You're all Lynette. So create an avatar that has a name, that has an identity, that has a life, a family, whatever it is that they have. That's your avatar. Again, not 40 to 45-year-old people, but 42-year-old person. The next thing is in one sentence, write what makes you different. And please, for the love of everything that is good and holy, don't say exceptional customer service because I will send you to detention. No, but seriously, don't say customer service. That's not a difference. That's just like a nice thing. It's a prerequisite. It's absolutely essential, but it's not a difference. And then the next thing is, as you guys did very well, please post the number one insight that you learned from today's lesson into the Facebook group. As of now, I think we have about 10 to 13 people. I'd have to double check again who actually posted their number one insight. If you have not yet posted yesterday's insight into the Facebook group, then go ahead and do yesterday's insight as well as today. Otherwise, you're not eligible to win the new branding um the new branding logo package at the end at the end of this five-day challenge. So go and do all of that. Do your homework. And if you wanted to send your homework, by the way, to anybody, you could send it to me at oliver at goinabox.com. More than happy to look over it. And now that we've gone over all of that, that's going to be your homework. It's going to get sent in about an hour or so. So guys, that's the end of today's challenge. Like I mentioned, that's the end of the branding one today. So go and answer that. Uh, go and answer the, uh, uh, the homework that you're going to be receiving in your emails. Um, when you answer that, bring that tomorrow. And then we're going to start working on how to actually leverage that brand that we're building, leverage that messaging, and then take it to the next level. So thank you guys again so much. And I will see you guys all of the automations call tomorrow at two. So until then, good luck on your homework.
Thanks for listening to this episode of the Real Marketers Podcast. I hope you found it valuable. Your success is my success, so I really want to see you grow. Please share this podcast to other realtors that you think would benefit from it. And if you want to take your business to another level, go to boarddigital.com and book a time to talk. Otherwise, I'll see you next time.